This Marketplace podcast is supported by Invest Puerto Rico. Build the future in paradise. Puerto Rico, a hub for innovators brimming with world-class talent and a thriving entrepreneurial ecosystem. Learn more at investpr.org backslash marketplace today. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. For two major economies, the word of the day is recession. Hello, you're listening to the Marketplace Morning Report, live from the BBC World Service. I'm Liana Byrne, and thanks for tuning in. Japan's economy unexpectedly shrank for the second quarter in a row last year, which means the country has slipped into recession and lost its spot as the world's third biggest economy. GDP in the fourth quarter contracted by four-tenths of a percent year on year, and there was a 3.3% slump in the previous three months, mainly due to weak household spending. Seijiro Takeshita is a professor at the School of Management and Information at the University of Shizuoka in Japan, and he says it's actually not having much of an impact on everyday lives. Well, a lot has not really changed that much over the years. As you know, we've had what we call a lost two decades. Uh, Not much of a big move, particularly, for example, in pay. We've had no pay rise in the past 20 years, the only country in OECD nation to have this situation. But the reason why there's no, you know, uprising or uproar about this is because we've had deflation. The prices uh, tend to uh, be very stabilized. And uh, also considering the quality of life, it's not that bad. But that said, it's been such a long time since we haven't seen a pay rise. So even the government is trying to induce this. And also due to the inflation, the external factors, we are seeing change in the environment. So obviously, I think we will see some almost a transitional type of change that may take place in the next few years. And my next question is, Bank of Japan has been under pressure to lift its ultra low rates, but can it? There is not much room, in my opinion, for Bank of Japan to basically, you know, alter the changes. That said, they really have to normalize this, you know, ultra low interest rate, you know, policy that you were talking about. Many of the measures which have been extraordinary should be normalized because we have to start really thinking about putting discipline into our financial system and, you know, this ultra low interest rate policy, which cannot go on forever. Sejiro Takeshita there. Now let's talk about another major economy, the UK, which also fell into recession in the second half of last year, according to new GDP figures. The BBC's Rahul Tandon will explain. Hello. Hi, Liana. Just tell us what's going on with the UK's economy. Recession is the word of the morning, isn't it? Um, We've seen two successive periods of a decline in GDP, which tells us how an economy is doing. The figures that came in this morning were worse than expected, a contraction of 0.3%. So the UK is now in a technical recession. Why? That's to do with high interest rates, high inflation, which are causing problems for many businesses. Interestingly, if you took the US definition, we're not going to get into definitions, but 
it may not be a recession here. So different countries have different definitions for it. But recession is not a word anybody wants to hear. So when we talk about in numbers, we're in a recession. How seriously do you have to take that in everyday life? You do have to take it seriously. But there's already a lot of debate. We're heading towards an election here in the UK about whether this is a shallow recession, whether we've already come out of this particular recession. But I think for people who listen at home in the UK, they wake up to hearing that word and they do worry about their jobs, what it means for their future as well. And there is a bigger problem here in the UK, which is it is not growing as quickly as the US economy is. And the Prime Minister has promised that growth is a key part of his strategy. So he will not be happy when he hears that word technical recession as well. Rahul Tandon, thank you so much for joining us in Marketplace. Thank you very much. Now let's do some more numbers. Even though the country's gone into recession, Japan's topics closed up three-tenths of a percent and car market. Stellantis, which owns brands like Jeep and Chrysler, reported higher profits up to just under $20 billion last year. But it warns it could be facing a challenging year ahead because of wage rises, a shift towards electric vehicles and political and economic uncertainties. let's do some more on the auto industry. Thousands of vehicles shipped by German carmaker Volkswagen, including Porsches and Bentleys, have been held up at US ports over a Chinese-made component. The BBC's Zhao de Silva has more. A component in those cars was in breach of laws against forced labour in the United States. Now, Volkswagen is saying that it is working to fix the problem and deliver the vehicle to dealers as soon as possible. Uh, the car maker saying the problem was related to an electronic component which was in the process of being replaced. Now, according to media reports, that car part was manufactured in western China. That's where Xinjiang province is. You'll remember that the United States has has banned most imports from that region unless companies can provide proof that production did not involve forced labour. Joe De Silver there. Now, imagine this, rice with beef grown in it. Well, it could be the answer to reducing the environmental impact of sprawling cattle farms. Scientists in South Korea say their hybrid creation is affordable, even if it's not very appealing to the eye. Here's the BBC's Michelle Roberts. It's slightly pink. So you imagine the look of raw beef. It's a little bit more brittle, firmer than normal rice. So they are looking at it as a food source that they're saying could answer some of the things in the world that we know are an issue. For example, famine. If you can make rice more nutritious, what they've done is they've taken rice, they've covered it in this kind of fish gelatin, stuck some cells onto that, some beef cells, so the muscle and the fat from beef, and then they let it grow for a while in the lab in a dish. And what you get is this sort of meaty rice, almost like a micro beef sushi, if you like. They say it would be cheap. And they also say if you're looking at the eco credits of it, so it's a lower carbon footprint than trying to farm meat. I mean, obviously, you still need the rice that you're growing, that's going to require water, land space, etc, etc. But you're not having to farm cattle, which is where the, the ecological impact comes. Michelle Roberts there. And if you want to have a look, it's on the BBC website. I'm Leanna Byrne with the Marketplace Morning Report from the BBC World Service. Have a great day.